We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the youngest. The youngest diehard fan. How is that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, guys, let's keep it over 25 minutes, all right? What is going on, everybody? Underage Packers Podcast, episode 119, love live on this lovely platform we call YouTube. I am Joey, Joey, and joining me is the one, the one, and only, the man, the myth, the legend, friend of Aaron Rodgers, Big B, how you feeling tonight? Man, I was feeling great until I had to listen to the intro. That absolutely makes my ears bleed. But otherwise, you know, we're vibing. We're going. You we're know, doing good on this game day. Just knowing how much you hate it um, mm, just yeah. makes me want to dance to it even more, as you yeah. saw me doing in yeah. our uh, backstage queue. Mm-hmm. But moving on from that, we are here tonight to discuss this lovely game presented ahead of presented ahead of us. As the four and six Green Bay Packers with their backs against the wall, try to add one more win to the win column tonight against the Tennessee Titans coming off. Um, uh, the Titans also have a, had a uh, interesting season. I believe I should probably know this, but I want to say they are six and three four on the year. Um, six yes, and seven, six and three in oh, yes. front of their mostly crappy AFC South division. Um, and this Titan team kind of confuses me if I'm being honest with you, reading everything about them this weekend. But before we get too far into that, um, I mean, first, let me pop good old Diet Dr. Pepper for us here. <sighs> Nothing better than it. Um, let's take a look back at this past week's game against the Dallas Cowboys because the only reason we're having so much fun tonight is because of what occurred on this past Sunday. And I was just thinking a few minutes ago how different of a night this would be if um, on Sunday, I mean, one, if we played great all game, everything that happened happened up until overtime, say in overtime Dallas ends up scoring on their first drive, or we just play like we have for the majority of the season and blow it, and now we're three and seven instead of four and six. Man, this would be a a complete 180 mood that we have here tonight. Um, and I want to talk about the Cowboys game. We've had three days to marinate in victory, um, but there is a lot to talk about that will have an effect on the Packers going forward. Um, first off, we saw finally some great performances from players that we've been counting on. Most importantly, and I almost feel like it's not being talked enough um, by the national media mainly because they just expect greatness out of this player and they really weren't paying attention enough to see just how um, different of a season he was having compared to his past seasons. And that is no other than four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. Like, I want to make a big deal about Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Burrito eating Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) having a great game for the first time this season. Um, I mean, there were very few passes that we've, you know, that are typically 
overthrows on him and crucial downs. Like I think of the opening pass, the opening drive against, I want to say the commanders on third down where he horribly misses Robert Tunyon bounces off his foot. And then the commanders start off with a touchdown. Like there have been some bad throws from Aaron. There have been some bad decisions, but in this game against Dallas, he finally got in a groove 14 of 20, three touchdowns on the day. Overall, a great game for Aaron Rodgers. Um, and most important to that success, in my opinion, was this team finally utilizing the run game as much as they should. You had Aaron Jones getting 24 carries and A.J. Dillon getting 12. Dillon averaged five yards and um, five yards per carry, and Jones averaged just about in that range as well. Just a phenomenal game by the, the two running backs. Um, and if we want to keep on building off this idea of everybody depends on each other, you got to do when you're 111th running backs helped out Aaron Rodgers by finally allowing the run game to open up the pass game, marrying the two together, blah, blah, blah. But most important to both of those group success was this offensive line having probably their best game of the season as well. Really solid performance. There was some mistakes like Elton Jenkins on third down that had Aaron Rodgers fumble the ball. Uh, deep in Packers territory, but overall a pretty solid performance from this group of David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, Johnny Runyon, and Yash Nyman. Um, looks like they've found solid footing, um, and now we just hope they don't have any more injuries. Um, speaking of that, though, um, I am concerned because of news we just got just before we started here, um, straight from Wes Hockwood's desk. I'm going to show this video here. Um, some pretty heartbreaking film we're about to see. I am concerned. I mean, let's show that one more time. I don't want to analyze injuries, but... Heartbreaking to watch. So... I need to see Wes's official listing here. What his, you know, okay. He says digital reporter Wes Hackwitz knee questionable has been added to the injury report. We have inactives coming here at the top of the hour. So you've got to hope. I mean, you've got to hope Wes is ready to go out there. Yeah, that didn't look good at all. A non-contact injury. Yeah. Man, I just hope it's not the ACL. We depend so much on our boy Weston Hodquits. Man, just prayers up to him. Hopefully he recovers quickly and we'll get out there as soon as possible. No doubt about it. And I'm sure that's what it would have been like to see if we got film of David Bakhtiari tearing his ACL that kept him out of two years of games. The one that he got at practice on December 31st of 2019. Uh, if we could only, or 2020, if we could only see that film, it would be just as heartbreaking. Um, so just wanted to mention that when we're talking about the offense line. Now, um, moving on to the defense side of the ball and their performance in this game wasn't phenomenal. However, it didn't really need to be. They were put in some bad situations, such as Aaron Rodgers' fumble. Um, but they did make plays when they needed to. That's pretty much the the headline for the defense in this game against Cowboys. They made the plays when they absolutely needed to. 
They had Rudy Ford's two interceptions at crucial points in this game, which allowed the Packers to score 14 in the first half. And then on that last drive in overtime and also multiple stops in the fourth quarter, Jaron Reed made it a handful of plays. Quay Walker made a handful of plays. Jair Alexander, who, you know, had a, I want to say inconsistent, but had his moments in that game. He showed up clutch when they needed him most. So defense uh, played great as well, um, besides run defense, which will be a big problem tonight. But we'll talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit later. Um, overall, so many points this team could have gave, given up in this game. Uh, they were down 14 at one point late in the second half. But they did not give up. Um, and we'll have to see uh, what this defense looks like for the rest of the year, really. Um, where was I? I don't even know for that last sentence just made sense. All right, going along. <laughs> Cowboys game. Great to have it. They really desperately needed this win against Dallas if they wanted to have any hope of their season alive. Not only because obviously three and seven is uh, a record that you're pretty much doomed to be eliminated from the playoffs in weeks to come, but they just needed to learn how to win again, really. Um, how to put a, a full team effort. A lot of complimentary football in this game, which we've been looking for all season long. And they put a full game together. Um, and this was just so um, out of the normal for Matt LaFleur's team to be able to go down, get punched in the mouth. But then instead of, you know, scrolling up into a ball, they fought back. Um, yeah. There was multiple times during that that game where I thought we were – the game was definitely over, like, especially when they went yep. up 14. I'm like, yep, this is it. Uh, great weekend capped off by an absolute terrible game. But, like you said, they stuck with it. They did not give up, and they finally stuck with the run game when they were down by 14 points. Yes. And you guys are welcome for that. Because of the words I had with Matt LaFleur on the practice field. Yeah, you see, he has to, when Big B tells him to run the ball more, he can't mm-hmm. look like he's acquiescing to, uh, you know, uh, what? What? Uh, how old are you, 16 years old? Yes. <laughs> I think about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, in his mind, he's like, ah, he's got a point. Mm-hmm. He's got a point. So they got it done this week. And hopefully that is the... MO for the rest of the season because it needs to be. We need to see AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones get upwards of at least 12, 15 carries apiece because that mm-hmm. is the only way that this offense is going to be efficient. And that's all right. That's all right. This is the team they have. Okay. They, the days of Devontae Adams and MVS, and uh, it's funny to call. 2020 and 2021 stacked wide receiver rooms but compared to now they don't have those wide receiver rooms they're working with you know a rotating guys of whoever is healthy which has been a such a rotating door all season long but you know you have one guy that can step up every week and you know christian watson getting three touchdowns in this last week is kind of what we expected this wide receiver room to look like week in and week out kind of just one guy that steps above the rest, never really one defined wide receiver one, but they have their weeks. 
they have their weeks where they are the focus of the game plan. Um, and clearly Christian Watson, um, big, I mean, if you got to see big B's tweet at Packers practice in time on Saturday before you <laughs> looted it, you would have saw that Christian Watson was getting a lot of red zone looks at practice. So he was clearly a big part of the game plan. And luckily that ended up working. And, uh, I'm excited to see where Mar or Christian brings tonight. Yeah, he was getting um a lot of work in um on during that walkthrough practice and he was getting a lot of touches in the red zone as well. So I'm like, hey, I might as well tweet it. I mean, it's just a walkthrough practice. What's worse that can happen? And literally right when I hit send, but like five seconds later, Wes Hot quits tweeting me like, You gotta take that down immediately. Like, you don't don't tweet that. <laughs> you know, was that yeah. his exact wordings? Um, I don't think so, but that's probably exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this kid's such a dumbass. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> yeah, you see, Wes is too nice on the outside. It's impossible for me to imagine that he can keep it all in on the inside. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine he's that nice in his internal thoughts. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, looking ahead to this game tonight, they might be going out without Wes Akwitz, who might be on IR. This is just like Brian Balaga going out. 30 minutes before the Seahawks playoff game because of illness. And then they had to throw Jared Valdeur in there. Who absolutely but, balled out, by the way, in that game. Oh, yeah. Just, just saying, just saying. Next man up. Yep. All right. Um, this Titans game, like I said, this Titans team is very, very confusing to me. All right. Their offense got awful. They are mm-hmm. ranked 38th in the league out of all offenses. Okay. Um, they still have Derrick Henry, though. Their passing game after losing A.J. Brown is abysmal, all right? Mm-hmm. Might <laughs> even be worse than ours, to be honest. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was thinking, oh, well, that's good. Their bad offense is bad. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let's not be prisoners of the moment. Let's not be prisoners of the past week. The Packers' offense looked like trash um, mm-hmm. the five weeks before this game as well. Um, so, past e- or past offense is not so great. Um, as far as um, I was going to say, on the other side of the ball for the Tennessee Titans, the run defense is the strength of this team, and how they have been winning is by being able to hold teams on offense to very little, and even if their offense can't put many points up, they're just going to run it with Derrick Henry. They're going to put off their opposing offenses on you know, against the wall the whole game, and that's how they're going to win it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have Jeffrey Simmons on that defensive line. He can be a game wrecker um, for sure. Um, their pass defense, though, um, their pass defense. A lot of no names, in my opinion, on in the secondary. Yeah. Their pass defense is a different story. As uh, Peter Bukowski points out, the Titans are 32nd in DVOA defending deep throws. So number nine, you wanna you wanna re- deprecate that performance? Let, let's see it happen. Um and the Packers will probably have to throw a lot, not only because you have uh the great run defense of the Tennessee Titans going up against what has been a shaky offensive line in the run game. Um you know um, the Packers will have to pass a lot because of that, but also if Derrick Henry is able to control the time of possession, Packers might have to throw a lot. Um, 
And I also just think the Packers need to get off to a fast start in this game so that they have to force the Titans to pass a whole heck of a lot. Force Brian Tannehill to throw to... To throw to... Robert Woods. Is he on there? I believe so. You know the Titans? All right, that's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if that's more of an indictment on the Titans wide receiver group or our lack of research, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know they got um, Trayvon Burks, but I don't know if he's off IR yet. So I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm not quite sure if the problem is Ryan Tannehill or his wide receivers really, but clearly AJ Brown was a big part of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And especially in um, 2020, when we faced the Titans at Lambeau, like we got off to a hot start and like you. And this oh. week, Oh, Oh, you got out for a second, but continue. And again, we should got to replicate that um, tonight if we want to force the Titans to throw more, just like what we what happened in 2020. So pretty much get the 2020 game plan, slap yeah. it on this game, and call her good. Exactly. Packers, if they win this coin toss, this is one of the only games where I'd say receive. Just receive. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the worst thing in my mind that could happen in this game is is the Titans take the ball first, they go down for a seven-minute drive, and Derrick Henry just runs all over. It's 20 plays, and it ends in seven for Tennessee. And then the Packers come out all flustered. Aaron Rodgers tries to save the day, and they, you know, it fails. Yes. So that's worst image in my mind. Um, But, yeah, if the Packers can keep the ball for the majority of the game, um, not making stupid mistakes. I, 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 I don't know what this Packers team is really. I don't know what this Tennessee Titans team is. These are two teams that uh, nobody is really sure of. The mm-hmm. Packers are three point favorites according to Vegas. So we'll just have to see. I'm, I'm really interested to see how this game goes. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, goes. in my opinion, I think whoever has. The most time of possession will win. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I hope even though this Titans um, de- run defense is really good, the Packers say we do not care. And they just go out there and run it over and over and over again with A.J. Dillon. And in the, you know, the 20-degree weather needs to happen. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Um, use their own. Because if you recall last year or two years ago, when oh, such a good game, Packers, Titans, I want to say it was on, it was definitely on a Monday night because I remember the no. Sunday before. A Sunday um, night. Was it Sunday? No, it was Sunday night. Oh, no. It was, maybe it was Sunday night because it, I remember Sunday during the day, um, if certain things happened, the Packers would be able to clinch uh, mm-hmm. the first round or the first seed with a win against the Titans, but then yes. those things didn't work out, so they were fighting for nothing, but it's like, ah, oh, we'll have fun anyways, and that was mm-hmm. killer. But if you recall, that whole week before, the whole talk was that this Packers run defense is awful and Derrick Henry is going to run all over, and the opposite happened. A.J. Dillon ran all over that Titans defense, tried to get a few Lambo leaps up there and <laughs> failed, but that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that is the case tonight. A.J. Dillon... Um, he looked better last week, but he's had some a few uncharacteristic games, few mistakes early on in the season. So hopefully he's able to turn the script um, and has a really solid game tonight. Um, yes. 
I still need Aaron Jones fantasy points, though. I mean, I'm going out of my way, starting Aaron Jones, not start starting Miles Sanders. So mm. I don't care what A.J. Dillon does. I just need an Aaron Jones touchdown, at least one, to be confident in my decision. Interesting. Yes. All right. Uh, some breaking news here. The injury report has just come out as we are an hour and 30 away. We got uh, an active Shamarjean Charles. Uh, Rashid Walker, Luke Donetta, and Jonathan Ford, all healthy scratches. And then the two expected and inactives. You got Devontae Campbell with his shoulder injury and then Romeo Dobbs with his ankle injury. I'm not sure why Dobbs has not been put on IR yet. Yeah. Um, but maybe that says something about their hope for him to return the season. But who cares? Our offensive line will stay as the same with David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins being active. So this will be probably the third week in a row we have the same offensive line. Yes, and that consistency is so important for Aaron Rodgers to be able to trust the men in front of him, yes. to be able to trust the amount of time, of time he has back there. So that consistency is phenomenal. Um, now, let's get into the ultimate high part of this, all right? Uh, we had a great segment at the end of our episode that we initially recorded to post. And I'm mm -hmm. still going to try to get your hype video uh, out because that was phenomenal, your hype speech. But yes. um, look, let's focus in. Let's hit in, fellas. Packers, they have their backs against the wall. This NFC playoff race is, oh boy, it's sharpening up. It is. Uh, Packers have a lot to fight for going into this final stretch of the season. Every game is pretty much win or go home. It's pretty much the playoffs right now. They can maybe afford one or two playoff losses, but at that point, you're getting close. You're getting close, folks. And you want to control your own fate as much as you can. You don't want to end up there week 18 like many teams have in the past, depending on other teams to lose. You want to go into week 18, hopefully with a playoff spot already secured. But worst comes to worst, you want to still be able to control your own fate. Uh, when it comes to that final game of the season um, against the Detroit Lions. Um, but like I said earlier, with this Cowboys game, they absolutely needed that win. I feel great about the guys on this team. It feels like Big B being there, uh, motivating the team last week, has really turned a page on this team, and they are ready to go on another run-the-table run and win. This Lombardi, so Aaron Rodgers can ride off into the sunset. Are you ready? This is game two of the We're Not Dead run. Let's do it, folks. Let's go, baby. Kickoff at 7.15. Grab yourself a Dr. Pepper. Let's get hyped. Me and Big B uh, will have a video out tomorrow recapping Big B's whole Make-A-Wish experience. And depending on how great this game is, we might have another video recapping this game soon but we'll have to see other than that you can find us on our twitters joey gpg and big packers 4x to follow along with the game with us should be fun time uh any other words big b let's go win this thing baby we're in the color rush Automatic yeah. W, baby. Automatic W. Then we go to Philly on, on the mini bye week. We win that one as well. Then we go to Chicago. We win that one as well. We're not dead, baby. Let's go. Let's get that confidence through the roof. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Cheers. We'll talk to you later.